TC and Jake. I bought some lumber today. Okay. <laughs> more, more man stuff than you'll do all week, bud. That's, I mean, there's just no way that's true. Yes, it is. What are you going to fucking buy lumber or do anything that fucking compares to buying lumber? Uh, you know, I could probably come up with something tonight. I don't know. I, I bet you don't even take the Mm-mm. fucking trash out. Uh, yeah, you know, it's not 100% of the time, but I'd say a lot. I'd say a lot. Oh, fucking beta cuck. I took some trash out today. I did it today. It was part of my lumber project. You have purchased lumber one one thousandth of a percent of time of the amount of times I have. What are you buying lumber? Dude, my parents made shit that hang on uh, windows for my whole life. You don't think I was in there buying particle board? And they're They're, buying two by fours? And they're buying three by sixes? They're hanging wood off the windows? (laughs) Do you know what a cornice board is? (laughs) You know I don't. Okay. Cornice board. (laughs) Okay. okay. (laughs) Manly stuff, like cornice boards. Yeah, well, how many cars have you leased? I had a uh, I had a uh, a jigsaw. I had a circular saw, and I had a what's the one? <laughs> Pull it down. I think you're thinking of a miter saw. It wasn't a miter saw, but yeah, I was a saw boy. You're a soy boy. Yeah, no, I had to ask the man at Home Depot to use the saw for me. There's a big. I sign. wish you would have had to ask a woman. I, w- I would have preferred to talk to a woman. I mean, like, by the end, the guy was fine. I don't, I don't really have anything. But, like, the general thing of all the Home Depot people is, like, we're going to bully you a little bit until we feel like we've got, like. Well, especially like, you. Like, if you walk in and you're like, I know everything exactly. Like, basically, if you walk in and you don't need them, you know, then then they'll treat you with respect. Right. But if you But if you actually have to ask them anything, God forbid, which is, you know, their entire job. Uh, <laughs> and then, most people. <laughs> then, uh, then it's like, ah, this fucker. <laughs> you know, like, if I knew, you wouldn't be here. So, you know, Dude, but even if, like, <clears throat> even if I worked at a Home Depot, I would bully the, the shit out of you. No, nah, you couldn't. <laughs> You're trying to right Try now. I'm, I'm just unbowed so you bought uh, some plywood like tell me about it I yeah guess. no i i had uh, several examples of people <laughs> who were unbowed but i none of them were appropriate jesus <laughs> Not, nothing yet i guess jesus was unbowed <laughs> but yeah no I, I think it'd just be the wrong time to say i'm unbowed like a moss that, that was what i decided against saying yeah i would um, prefer that you didn't although again I can't be fired. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you need to really lean more into that. First of all, I've, been, I've had this on my notes for a while. Oh, my um, God. Does this mean we can play videos of other people saying the N-word? Your longstanding objection to that, it's its frankly ridiculous. Like, you're not saying it. It's other people. I would prefer that we didn't. Why? What's the, What's the possible rationale? Like, who's offended by that? Who's the person that's like, man, I got to write someone, not his boss. It's not about he doesn't write have someone. Any. It's just if if there are people who listen to this show who would prefer not to have that just sprung upon them, I think that's a respectful thing for us to honor. What about what about the people in the audience who would fucking go ape shit for hearing uh, fucking 23-year-old white girls singing Hard in the Paint into her webcam? I, I don't think that's a bigger number i think it's a huge number i think it's all of them frankly i don't think there's anyone in your group i think they're all like dude every single person i mean everyone just thinks that that's good that's funny that it we're, is funny we're not going to play the n-word <sighs> like if you want to say we don't say the n-word ourselves like yeah of course of course of course but someone else saying it uh, like it, it, even whatever it was like, uh, it was Oprah. Like that, that was the big time. It was Oprah. I guess, I guess there was a couple people in the crowd, but you wanted to be what Oprah was saying. You said you think Oprah can't say it? Let Oprah say the N word. I 
think we shouldn't replay it. You need the you need to stop trying to trample on the rights of proud African Americans like Oprah. <laughs> Fine. This is that's a, this that's is the modern civil point. rights movement being able to replay the N word. <laughs> okay, man. Whatever you say. Um, Do you think Lucas says it? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. I think no. I think he's too young. I don't Look, think because you've definitely you know you've been to Europe. Uh huh. And you know that there are whites in Europe that don't get it. Yes. I mean, you know, and <laughs> There are whites in America that don't get it, but... Yeah, but... The, they the, at least have, like, that sort of external pressure placed upon them where there's a scenario where they could get it. I mean, he's he's on an NBA team, so I think he gets it by now. Um, but uh, there's... it's It's all... Am I... I feel like I can hear myself now. Is there anything you can do about that, or do I need to just stop yelling? Um, you probably need to stop yelling. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Um, the the people who uh, who end up saying the word the the whites over here who say it and the Europeans over there who say it, it is all like paradoxically because they love black people so much. Like they're all, you know, they, they all see black culture. They listen to hip hop. They love it. They're like the coolest fucking thing I could be is these guys. I want to be exactly like Jay-Z. And he says it all the time. Right. Like I've, I've you know, I've talked before. I've, I've encountered whites who very earnestly felt this way. And I mean, it was a long time ago and none of them would defend those views now, you know, like it, but like. You sure about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm thinking of a guy in particular, and I know there's no like he, he's gone really far in life since then. And the idea that some like a VP of a company would be like, actually, it's good that I said it. <laughs> and it's so crazy that he's your brother. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I've told you before that. Uh, and again, I guess this is just how we can talk when we can't be fired. Yeah. But um, the greatest congratulatory text I received after fight night. Um, so now you can say it? You no. You can say it but, once. But it involved the word. You fought so well, you get one time. <laughs> it was from a friend of mine who is not white. If you get if you did get one time, you would you'd, you'd that'd still be in your back pocket now. He'd I didn't use say it, that, but he used it, right it in reference to me. Yeah, yeah, and I like was the like, guys Man. talking about Josh. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was using it in reference to me, and I was like, I, "Why does why does that feel so cool?" It is cool. It's definitely cool. I I, I don't know that it is, but in that moment. I, uh, I had, nah, it's definitely great. Like whenever, like Josh was beaming the rest of the day, whenever that happened to him. And like, of course I was a little jealous. I was proud of him, you know, like all of it. Um, I, uh, I had an Uber ride yesterday. I think, yeah, yes. All the days blend together. Um, where, you know, like a lot of, or there's a certain amount of Uber rides that are like, you're, you're helping disabled and this is uh, one of the preeminent podcasts defending, upholding, valuing the disabled, I would say. Would you agree with that? Uh, no. I feel like we're on the vanguard. It's a, it's a pro-disabled podcast. You have to agree with that. I'm going to let you You're against proceed them? with... No, I just <laughs> don't know that you are necessarily, quote, on the vanguard. Yeah. No, nah, I am. You'll see. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, like they're trying to get rides. Like, yeah, the blind people are trying to well, move about this city every day. Well, let's start with just there. <laughs> well, I mean, they, the the group, you know, disabled people are out there trying to move about the city. Uh, most of the podcasts out there aren't lifting a fucking finger. I'm on the front lines every goddamn day, taking them mm -hmm. to Salad and Go, and then driving them right back. Um. And so, uh, so I, but I, I, I picked up a lady and I, I wasn't sure, you know, like, cause this wasn't like a, a, a sense disability. This is like, uh, you know, some folks, um, 
just kind of uh, simple. And then like, but the, like it's all a continuum, right? And then like you do cross the line into like, you know, then you get like government money, right? Uh, and uh, she's she's talking and like, I'm, I don't know, like, is it just whatever? Like, I'm not sure, you know? <laughs> and then right as I'm thinking to myself, like, what's going on here exactly? <laughs> I swear to God, it was the second the thought hit my brain. She goes, do you see Monday Night Raw's coming on town? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, all right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> answers it. <laughs> Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so which one you like? She said, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is part of something that I'm not familiar with, but I think she called it like the Legion of Blood or something like that. That's that. I mean, I have no idea. And just seeing this, like, it was just great. Yeah, you know, she's like a classic. I think we were in like Garland or something like that. She she's a classic Garland lady. Uh, but seeing her being like, can't wait till Monday. See that re- see that Legion of Blood. You almost said a different word. I said almost said Region of Blood, which is okay. not offensive. Okay. Um, if you say so, I mean, I've told you, I've told, uh, I've told you before that, uh, my uncle, uh, why do you keep muting? Cause people don't like hearing cough sounds. That's one of the lessons I've learned over the course of my broadcast career. My uncle, who I think was, if you uh, review the tape on me, this has been covered extensively. It was developmentally challenged. You're in the minority on the should TC hit the cough button or not group. He not only loved wrestling. Mm-hmm. He loved pretty much any action show. Same. And what he really loved was Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, fuck yeah. Of course. And he had seen every episode. We would buy him, like, you know, the VHS uh, box series, like, every year. I don't think I've ever met him, but I, I, I think I'd like to watch Walker with him. Dude, he's, I mean, he's cool as fuck. I bet he is. He was a super, super, I mean, he's a sweet guy. And then he would also, um, and I don't know how much of this was related to his uh, developmental issues and how much of it was related to how dysfunctional uh, my family was. But like, uh, not to say that I'm a hero, but I would uh, I would try to go have like lunch with him every few months. Yeah. And, and he would just like concoct these insane stories about like beating up 20 bad guys. That's tight. Like, just telling you, like, so what did you do yeah. the other day? He's like, well, some oh, ninjas shit, came dude. in. Yeah. And I, 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 I luckily like, I had my silver stars. I on kicked me. 17 of their asses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man, that is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'll bet they learned a lesson that day. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, day in the life. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I don't have a job, or else I wouldn't have I mean, time to kick their you know, ass. You know, you know the craziest part about it is like, I don't feel like he was getting the sensation of like telling a lie. Yeah, like he was just relating a thing that happened. Maybe it happened so strongly 100%. in his head. Like, exactly. Like yeah. he was just telling me a story that he was proud of in his life, and I'm like, that is, that is so cool, man. I know you don't like this, so I'll keep it brief, but I did wake up from sleeping this morning feeling as if something had happened whenever I was asleep. In your pants? No, no, a dream. I I felt like the dream had happened. I don't like it. That's it. We're done. We're done. I will tell you, though, uh, because Blake won't let me tell these stories on the Dumb Zone anymore. Dude, we are in in hell on bad dream mode. Yeah. It is. Why won't Blake let you tell us? He just makes fun of me for it. Dude, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's ruining my life, though, dude. Yeah, you, I, but you hired him. No, 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 no. I, mean, I know, I know. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> it used to be like two nights a week, then it was three nights a week, and now it's five nights a week. Yeah, yeah. No. And it's getting earlier, too. Like, if she would come in at 4 a.m., I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to get up at 5.15, F it, I'll just get up. We can make that work. But when it happens at midnight, yeah. Welcome to the like, Thunderdome, dude. Jesus Christ. And I looked out. The, so she comes in last night. It's like midnight. And I'm like, okay, well, this sucks. Uh, I can't sleep. 
So I leave the room. I come back in at about four to get my contacts. And her feet are just sticking out from the side of the bed. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the Wicked Witch of the West. (laughs) That's odd. They do have a lot of odd (laughs) sleeping positions. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, well, that's why I left. Yeah. Yeah. Your feet are just out. And your whole body's covered. I don't know. It's, uh, It's not fun. Yeah, no, I mean... You little mute boy. It did start as bad dream stuff, but at a certain point, it felt like as he was dropping the pretense, and like she wouldn't even be like, "I have a bad dream." She'd just be like, "When he needs to come in here, fucking like." So I, I think it's just like she wants one of us to sleep in there. She doesn't like being in the room by herself. Okay, but so your situation is she wants you to come in there, not that she just comes to your room. Uh, I think that she'll take either one, but yeah, I mean. You know, it's a different setup. Like we can hear her very clearly. It's not our our door to hers is not very far, whereas in right. yours, it's the entire house. Right. Um. So you know, it's, uh, there would definitely be times where she would run to our bed, but there'd also be times whenever she would just sit up and you know yell, "Mom." Um. And like you know, in a while it was like, "Yell, Mom!" I had a bad dream. Then then eventually you just drop the bad dream stuff and just be like. Mom, it's time. And then we just cut out that middleman. We're just like, all right, you can have what you want. Like, fucking, I give up. You know, like the hostage situation works out for them. Uh, you know, we'll just fucking post up in there. Uh, and then what we've been trying, like, so we mentioned this to the doctor. And they said there's a Yale sleep blog, pediatric sleep blog. Like, of course there is, right? And they always get a name check, a big university. It's all fucking... You know, like like we've got this question. If they just say like some Ivy League school, then we'll be like, ah, yes, okay, that's been solved. Um, and so we've uh, we've been reading the Yale Sleep Bog, and they've uh, said that she wakes up like that. She doesn't have an ability to put herself to sleep on her own. Like you know, we're with her as she's going to sleep every night, and so like whenever she wakes up in the middle of the night, as anyone does. Um, like she doesn't know how to navigate that process solo. So instead of doing that, she just fucking cries. Um, and so you got to get them to where they're going to sleep without you there. And so we've started a process of like, uh, you know, it started out as like one minute. Then after a couple of days, you go to two minutes. Now we're up to like 20 minutes. This has been over the course of months. Um, and so like every once in a while, you know, if she's on her own laying in bed, quiet for 20 minutes like whether she wants to or not she's falling asleep uh it sometimes sometimes she makes it through 20 minutes no prob and you know it's still bouncing around after that um but uh you know and then the idea is that she then has the ability to sleep on her own so whenever she wakes up in the middle of the night it'll be solved but uh we've, we've not gotten there like, you know, the, the the one of the couple times that she's fallen asleep on her own, Megan just, you know, slept in our bed. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was still in the middle of the night she was yelling. So, I don't know. Haven't solved yeah. it yet, but it feels like we're making some progress. You can see. Yeah, so the most unfulfilling part of it for me <clears throat> is, and this this is probably a pretty sick thing to do as a parent, is, uh, you know, she'll she'll come in. I had a bad, I'm having a bad dream. I had a bad dream. All right. And then uh, I'll leave to take her to school in the morning. Mm-hmm. We'll be about two minutes into the drive, and I'm like, hey, uh, what was your bad dream? Oh, nice, nice. I just want to know. I yeah, feel like oh, if I'm going to be woken up with a child laying on me at 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, I should at least get to talk through whatever this nightmare was. Yeah, Izzy generally can't, but how, how's it go for you? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Not once. There's never like an ounce of detail to it. And I'm just like, well, then I feel like you're making that shit up a little bit. It's hard to escape that feeling. I mean, I don't, I'm not confident of that, you know? Because like, I remember nightmares I had when I was five or six years old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, you would remember it if there was actually a thing. 
I was playing the Ninja Turtles arcade game, but it was for my life. If I lost and that I got, game, I got caught in I'd some die. sort of a, lo- a logging accident. Oh, shit. I how'd you, how'd you right? know about <laughs> I, I guess you were involved in lumber. It checks out I, now. I feel like it was probably Fern Gully related. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, there was a time whenever she was, because she'll always, whenever she's crying in a room, she'll be like, you guys got to come in here. There's a bunch of monsters. And there was a time that she was particularly lucid and like aware and able to to speak on it. And I was like, you know, show them to me. And she was just like, yeah, pointing. you told me that to the, to the closet. Yeah, well, no, no, she doesn't really have a closet. I mean, she's got a closet, but there's not like a door on it. It's just kind of an alcove. She was just like pointing to like parts of like the wallpaper and shit. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, nothing like, there. Yeah. And I'm just like, you mean this like this? circle on your wall is a monster and she's like yeah and i'm like it's definitely not you can we're standing here it's not but at least that's like approaching tangible dude that made it more frustrating because like i because she would also change it you know whenever i'd be like that's not a monster she'd be like well what about this that could be a monster and it's like equally <laughs> implausible okay i could see that being more frustrating but i yeah, I just feel like Nora's making shit up. Yeah, that that was what I felt like. Like that that all this is just fucking you've figured out those some words that you can say that trigger the thing that you want and so you're just saying them and it's got nothing to do with reality. I don't think there were monsters in there at all. Dude, and I can just hear it. I hear the Yeah, like his little feet. Yeah. Or just banging it across the house and it's I'm just a terrifying like, right. sound. No, yep. Yeah, all right, that's the end of my possible uh rim sleep and whenever you uh wake We're up screwed whenever you wake up briefly in the middle of the night and it's not there you just hear like the phantom sound of it oh my god yeah it's just like the phantom cry yeah, yeah. and i'm like how is it that this one-year-old is easier than you are right now yeah it's a good question dude because that's another thing too i don't want to turn this into like a full dad podcast but i don't know I had a lot of stuff to do today, so I don't have like a ton of other content. I've got a lot to tell you about Walmart, but go ahead. Okay, okay. Uh, then I'll make this brief. I know I've told you this before. I know I've harped on it a lot. The fact that he has figured out what I don't want him to do is terrifying. Yeah, sounds tough. And I just don't remember her ever being like this. It is interesting, like you know, I, I've you know, I don't have two kids, so but I, I, I can feel how I'm like this is how kids go when in fact it's just this is how my kid went and actually it might be entirely different. Yeah, and I would say that like what it sounds like I'm saying is probably like a male female thing. Mm-hmm. What I'm just really saying is just like another kid. Yeah, like I don't I don't know could that be, it's a male could female be male thing. female. You never it know. Might be. You know. But like this morning, we were uh, we were in here for like an hour and a half while while she was on a call. Mm-hmm. Uh, not my my daughter doesn't have a sales Business. job. Um, and he just started walking towards the door, and I was like, "Buddy, don't do it." And he just put his hand on the handle and I'm looked right at me and just started <laughs> laughing. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I'm like, I don't even know if you would have done that had I said, "Don't do it." <clears throat> Probably not. He just has this look in his face all the time of like, whatever you don't want me to do, that's what I'll do. Dude, no lie. I I just got a text from the guy who loves saying the N-word. Donald Sterling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Donald Sterling just texted me. <laughs> um, sorry. Actually, a guy who famously does not. <laughs> he doesn't say it? I mean, haven't we talked about that like forever? What? Like the fact that he was secretly recorded making racist comments oh, yeah, at but, 75 but did, years old include? and didn't use the yeah. Yeah, 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 that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, that's that's quite shocking. Um, yeah, no, that, that's an amazing, I mean, very relatable. You know, like all, my entire relationship with my parents is finding the thing they don't want me to do and then looking back and laughing. I just don't know that – as much as I'm complaining about her doing like the I had a bad dream coming in the bed thing, she was just not like that. 
<laughs> and he's just like, he's you know, had he, some of that. He wakes up and he's just like, what do you want? What do you not want me to do? I feel like boys have to have more of it. I will do that. But yeah, no, Izzy would do a little bit of, <laughs> wouldn't it be fun? I mean, breaking the rules is fun. Really no denying that. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It's just that for whatever reason, it took uh, it took her a long time to figure that out. And I don't know that she fully has. Yeah. I know that he seems to have been born with the affliction of, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see how this develops as it goes along. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think by then the targeting rules will have changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You will be able to go back to hitting kids? No, no, no. I mean, like, by the time that he's, like, 21, 22, he'll be able to lay into somebody over the middle. You think that we're going to go back? I think it's just going to be seven on seven by that point. I don't. The... Global World Order is starting their plan with this Olympics thing. The group chat has been hot. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys think you're going to make it? <laughs> I mean, we got to at least try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you do have to at least try. It's fucking Cam McDaniel. Okay. Dez says he wants in. Okay. Well, I can promise you without a doubt right now. Cam McDaniel is beating Des Bryant in a 100-yard dash. I refuse to say anything bad about Cam McDaniel. 100%. I won't. I mean, I'm just not going to comment because I don't, I don't say bad things about so even there's the only, ones that kill people. There's only one person in this conversation that has done two things in the last two weeks. I know uh, you're not bad not to list bought lumber. Watched. No. <laughs> Fair. Watched Special uh, Forces World's Toughest Test Ooh, featuring Des Bryant. I love that show so much. And two. I've never seen it. I just love the idea of it. Watch Cam McDaniel catch a digger out and take it 80 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And I can promise you, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that right now Notre Dame's former running back is much more athletic than Des Bryant is. I can promise you that. <sighs> He's got till 2028 or whatever it is. Is that when it is? 2028? Who does that help? I mean, he said he's going to work out. He'll be 40. He doesn't care. Okay. Well. I think Dez trying his hardest at 40. Dude, I don't want to say negative things about Notre Dame players. Why on earth are you saying anything negative about Dez Bryant? Where has doubting Dez Bryant ever got you in life? I just I saw what happened, and actually, though it wasn't his athleticism that that screwed him. Did well, you? That was the world's toughest test. It was the world's toughest test. Did you see what happened? No, I have not yet watched Special Forces World's Toughest Test. Although I'd really like to, and I think it's the best name show on TV. Dude, it was so disappointing. He uh, he had a meltdown. I don't love that. He was kicked out on the second episode. Oh, no. Now. I was really hoping for some growth. It wasn't totally his fault. I'm glad to hear that. It was Black China's fault. I mean, she's always starting shit. However. Mm -hmm. He still had a meltdown. Yeah, he's got to be bigger than that. People have been baiting him his whole life. He's got to learn to stop taking it. And somehow, um, when he freaked out, uh, like somebody was like, yeah, well, he was having to hang up there on the wall for like 15, 20 minutes because of uh, Black China. Mm -hmm. The voice of reason, none other than Jack Osborne. Love that. Dude, I was thinking about the Osborne Jack the Osborne, other day. extremely fit and like super well put together. Like, I think he went to rehab and stuff and has been clean forever. And he was just like, yeah, I mean, I understand he was upset, but you kind of got to keep your your cool a little bit up there. That's right. Just there was a moment in time where, like, I mean, I guess you could say this about a lot of people, but I don't know. It, it just we were on the razor's edge away from like them being the Kardashians, like the like the Kardashians remained, you know, the the forefront of our culture. And 
no one's like the Osbournes is like a silly thing to reference. And you were like, kind of like, you won't believe who I'm talking about. Jack Osborne, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Kind of a bit. Yeah. Whereas like, I, you know, it's just, you had to hire the right people. You know, if they, if they had had whoever stewarded the Kardashians to the top. Yeah. But then, I mean, then maybe one of them would have been in that picture next to Michael Irvin instead of Corey Gamble. <laughs> yeah, I, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but stupid holdover early two thousand style reality shows, um, as ridiculous uh, ridiculous as they are, like it actually made me happy for Jack Osborne. Oh yeah, I, I love hearing that he's doing great. He's, I never watched dude, the show much. I mean, that was that was prime PC yeah, locked that, up. Yeah, and I wasn't, you know. Yeah, I wasn't like a huge reality TV show guy. At that no age. one thought that you were. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's he's in he's in good shape. Uh, he was way more mentally stable than Des Bryant. Yeah, that's too bad. Because I, you know, just just cheering for Des. And dude, then he did like. <sighs> it's almost hard for me to talk about. He did like the Des bit of he went back in to talk to the guys who were in charge after he freaked out. Oh, like he would with. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I just want to be here. He's like, I didn't mean to do that. And they're like, it's done. They're like, you quit. That's tough. And he started crying. God damn it. (laughs) He's like, I just, I got to learn how to control my emotions. Sometime. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that before. Dude, What if that's the thing? What if this is where it clicks? He's I don't know. A, like going forward, he's always like, you know, I, like life was hard, but I just I learned a lot of lessons on special forces, world's toughest test. It was the world's toughest test. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> it molds a man. Dude, it was the second episode. Yeah, that's so bad. And here's the crazy part about the show before you get to Walmart. I want to know everything about the show. There's not even a prize. And the only way you get eliminated is by quitting. That's true of all things, though, if you think about it. The only way to fail is to quit. Okay, but you know what I'm saying, though? Like, there's no, like, survivor style. Like, they put out your torch. Yeah. There's no rose ceremony. There's no voted off. It's literally just... I mean, the two things you're saying are related. You know, if it's like, like, hey, uh, Chachi here is going to slam you in the dick. Well, what do I get if I take it? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, then the, the dynamic here doesn't seem to play. <laughs> I think I'd quit. <laughs> that is true. But, like, that's the whole show. The whole show is just... Watching just to see stay. when they'll quit? Yes. Yeah, it's a good show. And the first I season... I like this show. ...won by uh, Hannah Brown. So it's just whoever doesn't quit the longest, like there's a winner. Because I would think if you go through the entire season and just no one quits, then like all of them win. I they go well, they keep going until one of them is not quit. I think maybe the first season it was Hannah Brown and Carly Lloyd. Okay, soccer was, player. Oh, who am I thinking that, of? Who's the gymnast that was on uh, your show all the time? Carly Patterson. Okay, yeah, it's a different person. Continue. But no, I mean, in this show, like, I watched the first two episodes, again, because that's the only two Des was on, and people mm-hmm. just quit. Yeah, it's nuts. Who else quit? Uh, First episode, still alive, Tara Reid. Yeah, I hate to hear that. <laughs> I hate to hear that Tara didn't have that, that dog in her. Uh her social media person has been fucking slacking so bad there was like a little bit about special forces world's toughest test but she did like a one episode on cbs's ghosts and that was like 60 tweets a day for a week just retweeting people who are like loved you on ghosts tara I loved her. I, I loved her social media whenever it was going strong the guy it says the the dude's handle on there it's like you know tweets by management and then like has his handle and it's you know some love that yeah some homosexual british man that's controlling the empire <laughs> i mean uh, i only got her on my radar because as you'll recall whenever uh that show 
where Hugh Jack or Hugh Laurie uh, was. It was a did he or didn't he about killing the the babysitter? We watched it together. Do you remember this? It was a big HBO show. I think it was Nicole Kidman. Because, yeah, it was Nicole Kidman. Because she was, she posted like a, on the day of the finale, she posted a picture of herself sitting there sipping coffee. It was like, so excited for you guys to see the finale tonight. And Tara was in the comments being like, I sent you over script. Did you see it? Did you see it? Are you sure I watched this show? I think so. I mean, I think us talking about the thing I just described is how you came up with, yeah, yeah, I told you that story and you were like, well, that's weird Brittany she would Murphy. do that because she's dead. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, no, it's Brittany Murphy. It was a fun moment. I do remember thinking that she was dead. I don't remember that exact show. Um, the first season, uh, the Mooch was on there. Ooh, that's and good. I, Did he I win? I don't mean the you football coach. You already told coach. me he didn't win. Yeah, Anthony Scaramucci. Uh, he's got Dr. something going on right now, right? He has a podcast with a guy that uh, I know. Holy shit. Yes. Landry Locker? No. We did have him on today, though. I, I've, I'm halfway through listening, and uh, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. <laughs> you guys are good. He's, he's not afraid of the, the smoke. No, uh, the Mooch has a podcast with Dan's crypto guy. Dan's crypto guy? Dan is a crypto guy, yeah. How? I mean, I know what he does. Don't ask. I know he has a Bitcoin, but like, is it a listener of the show? Yes. And and he's also big with the mooch. They're very good friends. And I, and so is that why the mooch followed all you guys? That I don't know. Okay. Because that was how... <laughs> don't say it okay 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 you should not say it all right i thought it was on the air no. i thought it was brought to air at the time okay no. um <laughs> we would need the consent of at least one yeah, of the parties yeah, no, involved no, in no, that no, story no, no. Uh, of not, which i am not <laughs> yeah um to, uh, to relay that wasn't hugh Laurie? Hugh, hugh grant was the guy on the nicole kidman show i'm trying to find the show still yeah. Um, don't recall. But uh, oh, yeah, maybe it was the podcast. There was something that Scaramucci was promoting recently that I was like, I gotta get on that. Uh, I, was I mean, I've seen this guy hit free throws wearing a a trench coat. I don't even, I don't remember what he said. Yeah, it is this podcast, Open Book with Anthony Scaramucci. This thing looks amazing. Um, the big thing for me is I just oh, I hope he gets into because I it's supposed to be like him just kind of being like here's everything that happened in my life right it's kind of an autobiographical podcast that's my impression I have no idea I don't I don't even know why you're asking me because you said that you're best friends with the host he's on a podcast with a guy I don't know that that's the one um uh, yeah no this has been going. No, this isn't it. It's uh, that doesn't sound right to me. Yeah, I mean, this is a podcast that exists, but I don't think it's the thing that he's promoting. There's yeah. too many episodes. This appears to be like an interview show. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I just want to hear more about Day Three of Crypto Bahamas. I think about it every day. <laughs> Sand Bankman Freed. I mean, it was Scaramooch that was like putting it together, but like, like it was just, you know, whatever, like it all went so quickly and like everyone involved feels kind of sheepish about it now. So no one talks about it, but like we all saw all of us that like everyone was saying this scam thing was actually not a scam and actually it's great. Uh, like the bit, you know, Reese Witherspoon, all the big ones. Uh, and Scaramucci had a conference in the Bahamas called Crypto Bahamas, where uh, day three, it was Bill Clinton and Tony Blair sitting on stage talking about like the new fucking future that crypto <laughs> is going to bring to us. Like it was the two of them with Scaramucci. Like it was a picture of that. And I don't know. It is so enchanting. Like just the most powerful people that like shaped the world that we grew up in 
like just staring down at the barrel of the camera being like, give me all of your money. It'll be good for you. Yeah, and I guess you have to wonder, like, to what degree. I was going to say, like, give them the benefit of the doubt that they at least, like, understood it. It'd be be better for them if they didn't understand it. Well, I guess I'll ask you. Do you think they did? Like, do you think they understood the idea of, like, a decentralized currency? (laughs) No, but I think that they – everyone knows the triangle scheme when they hear it. You know, like – or pyramid scheme is what I mean. Yeah, that was a weird term, but I knew what you meant. Yeah. So you don't think there's – I mean, why would they, right? Like, why would people who – have existed on like the established way that the world economy runs in the most traditional sense ever. Why would they like want something different? Yeah. Of course they would. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. You know, you, you think that Bill Clinton doesn't have a sharp sense for when fucking money's being swindled. You know what? The biggest shocker ever is that somehow, some way, that chick from Girls is not wrapped up in this. Dude, she, I mean, of course she's not because you just got her wrong. She's awesome. She's the best. Listen to her with Bernthal, dude. Are you still doing this? I'm doing it more than ever because I listened to her with Bernthal and it made me spun up about it all over again. (sighs) The entire world has been victimizing one of the great Americans. And at least I, because that's the that's the test, dude. If, if you know, I've been thinking about whether or not we should keep doing this. If Bernthal it could come on and Bernthal had been like she sucks, then I would have been like, all right, this is over. Exact opposite. Bernthal said she's top, she's number one in his book. He was he was saying things so effusive about her that his wife took him aside and was like, dude, you shouldn't talk about women other than me that way. I'm your wife. That's on the podcast. I just don't know. You'd know a lot more if you listen to more Bernthal. I'll tell you that. What's her name? Lena Dunham. Haley Joel Dunham. Haley Joel Dunham. Yeah. George Dunham. <laughs> Haley Joel George Dunham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So the guy's uh he's a trial or something? Who? Scaramucci? No, SBF. That's what I call him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a trial. Is but that, I, that's you know, whatever. Still going on. Yeah. You're not our uh, chief correspondent on that front. No, 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 no. I started okay. to read half a ring article about uh, the lady's testimony, and then I didn't finish it. But maybe I will after the podcast. That's my update. That's not like the most ringing endorsement I've ever heard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I started to read half of an article. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I might finish. Okay. Um, so we were talking about the uh, the Waltons in the context of uh, they own a couple different NFL teams. Yeah. And I was uh, confused because this all came up because of the Sean Payton article where they were saying that the Broncos ownership group is by far the richest ownership group in the NFL. Correct. And I was like, how could that possibly be true? Or I'm not like denying it, but like interested in the details because the uh, the Rams ownership group is getting their money from the same place. And I did the lightest bit of looking into it, and it became immediately very clear. Like, I felt dumb for asking any questions about it. Um, the Broncos ownership group is the daughter of Sam Walton. The Rams ownership group is the niece of Sam Walton. So, of course, his uh, daughter got more shares of the company than his niece did. That's okay. Well, I guess if you're saying that's that's the case, then I will trust you on it. But I was actually going to say that when it comes to uh, Cronky, it's that he's the he's the nephew. Well, he's like nephew in law. Like he's married to the niece. He's oh, not. Okay. He's not Walton by blood at all. No, just, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just because, yeah, I mean, he's like, it's always like, you know, the owner of the charges is Stan Kroenke and like he has money. But like we, you know, as we discovered last time, his business dealings have just been 
developing real estate next to Walmart's. Correct. So like he's done work, I get, you know, like, but uh, any idiot who married the niece of Sam Walton could have also done that work. Like, I would like to see if I could have fooled that up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm positive. I mean, you put <laughs> me there. I probably have more than Kroenke does right now, quite frankly. Wow. Um, uh, but yeah, and it like, you know, it's not like Sam gave out shares to, uh, his niece. So I thought that was another question. I was like, really? The niece gets cut in on this? It's, uh, his brother was very involved in the business. His brother was, uh, you know, a major part of Walmart. And so the brother got shares, uh, you know, a large portion of the company. And then whenever his brother died, it was split between, uh, his children. He had two daughters. Uh, one of them is, uh, married to Stan Kroenke. And I would like very much to tell you about the other one. The other one uh, lives in... They're all from... She hit somebody with her car when she was drunk? No, 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 no. That's one of his daughters. That's one of uh, Sam's daughters. Not. Yeah. I think it's Bob Walton is uh, Alice's Old big dad. Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Anne's sister there... Th like the family's all from like northern Arkansas, southern Missouri... I don't know if you've ever been to uh, the Ozarks area, but really can't recommend it enough. Have you ever, ever driven through? Driven through, not visited. Yeah. It's been recommended to me uh, many, many a time. I mean, with good reason. Yeah. Uh, so they're, you know, living in that general Missouri area and uh, become fans of the University of Missouri basketball team. Neither of them went to the University of Missouri, but her husband was a point guard for Memphis State. So he's a big college basketball guy, loves basketball. And the closest major team they live to is the University of Missouri. So University of Missouri's got a decent arena, but, you know, it was built in the 70s or whatever. And so they go, you know what? Let's do a new arena. We'll, uh, we'll put some money towards a new arena. At the time, uh, the state of Missouri is facing a budget crunch where like essential services are not being provided because the the state is the state's finances are in such dire straits. Uh, Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's basically what happens. Like they they use public money and like a giant donation from you know the the this set of Waltons to uh to build this basketball arena, but like more public money than what they donated. You know, like it's not like it's just matching funds. Like. It's mainly public money and then some other stuff that they put in. Uh, and you have to imagine, you know, that like whenever Missouri is looking at, okay, what the, what's the stuff that's got to go? And how they didn't get to, uh, you know, well, how about the extraneous basketball arena? Um, that that's, uh, you know, all fucking uh, the donors, you know? Like it's, it's a real proof of what the donors can do. Uh, and so... They paid to build this arena, and as a result, the University of Missouri is looking at them, and they're like, what do you want us to call it? And they said, well, we want to call it the uh, – I don't think their last name is Walton. Obviously, their last name is not Walton because uh, it's the sister or whatever. But I, so I don't remember their last name. Um, but uh, they say, we want to name it after our daughter, Paige. <laughs> they're like – so their daughter's in college then, mm. uh, but not at Missouri. Oh, she's a, U she's a USC student at the time. They're like, we want you to name the Missouri basketball arena after a current University of Southern California student. And they were like, well, you gave us so much money. I don't know that we have a choice. And they're like, that's right, you don't. Yeah, and the regents are like, uh, so she's got cancer, right? No, but she's a good girl. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird, but that's a big check. And so that all goes down, you know, like in their, when they're in the planning stages and everything like that. The season the basketball arena opens, uh, the girl has to give back her degree from USC when it comes out that she was paying her roommate to do every bit of homework that she ever was assigned during her time there. What year are we talking? This is like 2004. Okay, that's a little bit later than I was thinking. Might be 2003. It's something around there. Give back the degree. 
Yeah, and like the uh, the roommate got paid uh, twenty thousand dollars over the course of uh, the school, the four years in school. But that was not enough to prevent the roommate from dropping out of school. Like she she didn't have the money to go to USC even with the extra twenty k. But so while she's not even going to USC, her freshman roommate is calling her up as a senior and being like, "Hey, uh, you're still doing that homework, right?" Like, I got some money for you if you are. Uh, and that all comes out. And uh, she's she's forced to give back her degree. And uh, Mizzou views that as a big enough opening. They took her name off it. It's now just wow. the Mizzou basketball arena. Wow. So they still took the money, though. Yeah, I guess with the money, there was like some kind of like absolute minimum that they could do to associate themselves with the donors. That like, you know, you still want to get more money from the, these donors. So like you're not going and hitting the nuclear option. But at, at the time that this scandal went down, they were like, all right, dude, like we're just going to have to cut them loose. You know, like we're, we're not going to be getting more donations from them down the road. We're going to piss them off. We're taking your name off the arena. And so they did. That's a great story. <laughs> it's fun. I, I, you know, I think the easiest solution here would have been to make the payment like four X. Yeah. 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 Just be, maybe they tried. Maybe they're like, you know, we're, you haven't made up our mind on this. Yeah. Perhaps another donation. You're the Waltons. Yeah. Whenever they built the arena, there's like a, they basically built them a lounge. Like, like the center court is like a special little place for them. I think uh, the Basses have that at Dickies. Are you familiar with that? Jordan was telling me that whenever we were watching Pearl Jam. I have heard of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just, you know, we're like, yeah, we'll kick in some for this. And as a result, uh, part of it will essentially be our living room. It's pretty cool if you can pull it off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, I'm going to go ask about some nightmares. All right. All right, see you, see you man. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.